Hi, and welcome to The Book Place. I'm Salem Buchanan. And I'm Mercy Case. We're two sisters talking all things books, reading, and what's bringing us joy right now. Each episode, we'll talk about our current reads, have some bookish discussion, and tell you about our favourite things. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome again to The Book Place. Our podcast. It is episode 25 today. You have Salem talking with you right now and Mercy talking with you right now. <laughs> we have several comments that we sound very much the same, which we do realize, and we try and like chat to each other as if you don't know who we are. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry. sorry about that. But anyway, um, let's get into our beginning of the episode. We normally talk about uh, our current reads. Mm. We've got a little bit of a chat that we're going to talk about. We're both in a bit of a reading slump at the moment <laughs> or reading burnout maybe. <laughs> I don't know. So we're going to chat about that a little bit later and mm. then finishing it up how we always do with what's bringing us joy because that's fun and it's positive and yes. we like to end on a good note. Always. <laughs> so Mer- start on a good night too, Sal. Don't sell a short. <laughs> good night. Good night. <laughs> We're all fumbly today. (laughs) All right, Mass, do you want to uh, kick us off with your first current read? Yeah, so my current reads this week, I have a a middling one that I liked okay. Great. I have one that I loved and I have a did not finish. Oh, nice. Okay. So I've got a a whole gamut. Great. (laughs) I'll start with my middling one, which is The Gown by Jennifer Robson. And this is one that I've been wanting to read for ages. Um, so it's a historical fiction novel set in 1947 in London around the time of Princess Elizabeth at the time. She's now Queen Elizabeth II. <laughs> she was a princess um, around the time of her wedding, just after the end of the uh, Second World War. And the story follows Anne and Miriam, who are two embroiderers. Is that? Yeah. yeah great um, working at the studio of Norman Hartnell, who was a famous um seam not seamstress <laughs> Taylor Taylor but yeah. like he owned a fashion house basically okay, right. and all the aristocratic London haberdashist <laughs> is that hats probably milliner no that's a milliner okay milliner is hats haberdashery is just all the fixins. <laughs> Anywho, it was a fashion house and um, so they, the royal family had previously gotten a lot of their, you know, fancy dresses from him and he won the commission to design Princess Elizabeth's wedding dress, which was a massive deal at the time because it was obviously after the World War and if possible things were even stricter and more um, rationed than they were during the war. Because there was a big deal, right? Like, because she's getting married and everyone was like, It was like the bright spot in everyone's. Yeah, but also, like, you can't be seen to spend so much money on a gown or a wedding in that time of, um, like, you know, depression. Yeah. 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 She had to use, I did not know this, she had to use clothing coupons to get her wedding dress. How crazy is that? Um, Yeah, so it was a very, like, austere, they called it austere wedding. Mm -hmm. Um, Even still, it was... um, royal wedding in Westminster Abbey so it wasn't that you know it's fancier than any wedding I'll ever be to go to uh but anyway it follows these two women Anne and Miriam both from different backgrounds Anne is British and has grown up in London and has worked at Norman Hartnell's studios for ever Miriam is a French immigrant who lived through uh the French occupation and has quite a sad backstory and is sort of trying to get rid of 
get away from that part of her life mm-hmm. and was a embroiderer at Maison Reb. Mm. Again, more French. Uh, you know, this is you a multicultural it. podcast. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she comes and they become friends. And so this is the story of how working on that gown kind of changed their lives. Mm. And then we go flash forward to 2016 uh, to Anne's granddaughter, Heather. She comes across, after her grandma has passed away, um, she comes across some little patches of embroidery that she's put away for her and never knew that she had been an embroiderer and she goes on this journey to find out all about uh, her grandma, who is Anne, and what that whole journey was and why she's never talked about being an embroiderer and what such a big deal making the gown was. So it was nice. It It was a... a nice read. That's okay. kind of what I would say. Like nothing thrilling happens. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there are some little plot points and um, interesting things along the way for sure. And it was a very, it was very sweet. Yeah. Okay. But it wasn't anything like world changing. Okay. Yeah. Which is fine. A good solid A good read. read. And yeah. I love, I love royals. I love historical <laughs> fiction. I love fashion. I love, I love fashion. I love family stories that jump around lines. <laughs> so it does take a lot of boxes. Yeah. But it just wasn't as like didn't sing like I wanted it to. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Good but to anyway. know. Yeah. So that is The Gown by Jennifer Robson. Good. Like what about it. yours, Sal? Okay. Well, I have an interesting week. So I'm just going to start up. I was just going to mention these two books that I've read this past fortnight. Um, but we have talked about them before because mm. Merce has read them. So mm. I didn't want to go into too much detail. But I read The Home Edit Life mm. by Clea Shearer and Joanna Teplin. Yes. Um, and I also read American Rules by Catherine McGee. Oh, what did you think, Salem? Yes. Tell me. Good. Both of them good. So Mercy, sorry, Mercy talked about these on episode 21. So mm. I'm not going to like go over the synopsis or anything mm. like that. I believe I, I gushed. Yeah, I believe you did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they were both from that episode. So. Uh, yeah, I was surprised that they were yeah. too. Um, but yeah, I loved both of them. Yeah. Home Edit Life was just like a lot of fun. Mm. Um Look, will I do any of the organising? Most likely not. <laughs> is that <laughs> is really a... the point? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. It made me feel like, oh, fucking, I need to go get some baskets. <laughs> yeah. But get I did Howard Story World. <laughs> <laughs> I did actually go into that shop, which I haven't actually been into ever. Yep. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm probably not going to change anything about that but it was really enjoyable read yeah nice. and i enjoy the visual it is photos mm. are amazing mm. and you're just like oh this is, pleases me <laughs> and the american rules was a lot of fun so much fun um so yeah definitely enjoyed that one as well i'm glad you enjoyed it yeah so highly recommend both of those this is a hazard of uh the reading life <laughs> and liking similar books is that we I often <laughs> have the similar reads because my second one is also one that you have oh, read. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. And I'm going to jump on your bandwagon of loving it. Okay, great. I loved this book. Oh, tell me. Which one it is The Lazy Genius Way oh, yes. by Kendra Adachi. <laughs> and I honestly think there is not a woman in my life who would not benefit from this book. Wow. I do not feel that strongly about many books. I praise. I, <laughs> I honestly want to buy it for everyone. Do you? Yeah. Please do. That would be right. nice. <laughs> because if you, if you missed it, I cannot... 
I'm not as good as Sal at remembering what episodes no. you talked about it in. It was a few episodes ago. Yeah, it was, I think, episode 22. Oh, well done. Yeah. Um, so Kendra Adachi is the lazy genius online. She's on social media, has a blog and a podcast. And she's written this book with 13 principles. And her motto generally is be lazy. Mm-hmm. Be, mm-hmm. <laughs> be a genius about the things that matter. Lazy about the things that don't and get stuff done. Something along those lines. That's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so she talks about, you know, being lazy at something is completely not caring and being a genius is almost caring too much. But how do you combine those two in all areas of your life to be a lazy genius? Mm. And she just talks about all these things that are so broad, but like so can can cover anyone's circumstances, basically. Um, all of her principles, I feel. They're not like super niche or like step by step, this is how you do this. It's very broad. I'm preaching to the choir, but I just love <laughs> it's it. Good. It's good. <laughs> um, it is fun. And it's it's sort of put in like bite-sized little yeah. chunks. She has her principles that she, yep. um, 13 principles that she has in her mm. book. And they're just easy to read. They make a lot of sense. They do make so much sense. <laughs> they're very... Um, permission giving yeah she's very much like you do you but like, not in a like go don't care about anyone else yeah. in a very thoughtful and um i don't know it just really resonated with me <laughs> it warmed the cockles of your heart. <laughs> <laughs> have no more words okay. um i listened to it on audio which was really oh, nice because she read it but it's one of those ones where i feel like i would like to own it because i feel like i would want to refer back to certain chapters and it's very hard to do that's audio. what i think i read it on kindle actually oh, but yeah. i still think oh it would be a lot easier mm. on in paper format yeah like to, so you can just flick to the right place yeah i'm not that technologically minded with my kindle like, no i'm well, not good at not... highlighting <laughs> oh i don't think i've ever highlighted in my kindle <laughs> i only have by accident <laughs> <laughs> yes i can relate to that um, so anyway, that was yeah. The Lazy Genius Way by Kendra Adachi. Lovely. And I want to buy it for everyone. Great. I'm sure no one would knock you back. So I know. go for it. If someone would like to sponsor this. <laughs> so I can Kendra? do that. Yeah. Lazy Genius, if you're listening. <laughs> um, all right. I will talk about my, well, it was going to be my second and I'll tell you why. My reading life fell off the rails this week and I apologize. I don't have a finished second book to share well, with you. Well, you shared two before. Okay, that's true. But I feel like with two weeks I should have done another one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I have been working, well, when I say working, I have been wanting to read the Louise Penny series mm. for a long time. And I have read the first two books. So Still Life is her first um, book. It is Her series is a, pr- a police procedural mm. set in um, Quebec in Canada mm. and it sort of centres on the town of Three Pines and a group of people that live there and also um, an inspector from a nearby town or city. Precinct. Yeah, precinct. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, <laughs> inspector Armand Gomache. I like how we are. So French. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And look, I love him. He as a character is really good. He's not, he's just so nice Mm. and strong and wise as a, I'm like, oh yeah, you can look after (laughs) lots of people. Yeah. Look after your little precinct. (laughs) (laughs) And I really like him as a character. Mm. Um, Okay. So I've read the first one, Still Life, like seven years ago and I liked it, but it wasn't enough to keep going for me. 
and slowly I've heard through people people just people out there (laughs) um that to get into her series you really have to get to books four and five and they really like and like she has 14 15 books now in the series she brings one out every year and i'm like okay i've been working towards getting because i'm like i hear everyone who loves louise penny just loves her yeah and it's just like oh i gotta get it so i'm like i want to get to that point yeah but okay i started book three which (laughs) i had on audio and you're not at that point. <laughs> not at that point. And look, I got to the point where I was like, okay, I just give up. Yes. No, that's fine. These are not for me. I'm not a Louise Penny person. Yep. I'm not a penny pusher. <laughs> Is that what they're called? <laughs> yes. Hashtag penny pushers. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And I think, and I'm like, that's okay. And yeah. I felt so much relief when I just let it go. Oh. <laughs> so, you just, know, note to you guys, listeners. Sounds readers. like you've been reading The Lazy Genius, deciding what matters. <laughs> I have. Well, I was like. You know, less trying with this series. It's yeah. taking so much time yeah. that I'm missing out on books that I will really love. Yeah. So that's... you can't read everything. No, you can't. <laughs> well, that's a shame. So, I know what you mean, though. It's a very I've, – I've read the first one as well, and it's very much a cosy mystery. Yes, it's... and very character-driven. And yeah. that is why, like they say, you can't read them out of order. So that's why I was trying to work up to, you know, book four and five. Mm. Um and the, the murders in books two and three are really quite odd and oh. weird. Um, and so I'm just like, oh, I just don't. I'm just not getting into this. So, yeah, yeah I'm. and when I have to read them in order, I'm like, no, I just can't. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm releasing myself of the obligation of feeling like I have to well read done. this series. So sorry I don't have another book for you today. That's totally fine. <laughs> it's um in the garbage. No. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Merce? You also had a book that you did not finish. Correct. Yes. So I started listening to a book on audio that was recommended as a great audio read. And this is Kitchens of the Great Midwest by J. Ryan Stradal. And I read a previous book of his that I really did like, The Lager Queen of Minnesota. Oh, right. Yeah. That was, that's the same author. That's him. Yes. And so he's written this other book um, called Kitchens of the Great Midwest. And I was like, sounds great. I love food. Love cooking. <laughs> Seems <laughs> like a great, you know, this is going to be a win. Um, and so I listened to, look, I got three hours in. And so oh, I nice, feel like yeah. it was a good good try. Yeah. And I didn't mind the first two storylines. So it kind of goes through, um, it starts with Lars, who is a chef, and kind of then goes from his, uh, his daughter to, like, her cousin. And so it's all kind of families and it all kind of revolves around food. But mm, I just, the... <laughs> I didn't love one of the storylines and yeah. then that put me off all the rest. Yeah. So one of the storylines, the character just really, I did not like. And listening to it on audio, every like second or third word was really aggressive. Okay. Um, and like she swore a lot and yeah. just was very like. Abrasive. Abrasive. And yeah. I just was like, I don't really want to listen to this. Yeah. And it just put me off all of the uh, stories. Also because there wasn't really a. A driving it was a very character mm-hmm. book and there was nothing really driving it forward and so yeah. I again released myself from finishing <laughs> it um and maybe I'll go back to it okay but yeah that was also a, a DNF for me yeah right which is fine Good job 
I think it's good to try things. We need to have someone on who loves the character-driven stuff because we, we are so swayed, like, <laughs> to plot um, mm. how we should have a – so anyone, you yeah. know, if you love Louise Petty, yeah. <laughs> please do uh, DM us. Yeah. We'll, if you are a penny pusher. We'll have a penny pusher episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we should have someone because we, we very much are plot-driven, aren't we? We are. A little biased that way. Okay, so the bookish discussion that we kind of want to have today, as Sal mentioned at the top of the show, is about both of us being in a bit of a reading slump, um, which is unfortunate. (laughs) And we just want to talk a little bit about that and why that happens, because I I don't think we're the only ones, Sal. No, I I hope not anyway. Yeah, I know we're not. (laughs) (laughs) We can't be. We can't be. (laughs) Yeah, so what what, what do you think is contributing to your reading slump and what is a reading slump to you like yeah you read a lot yeah I think we both read a lot but a reading slump to me is well for instance I have not been been wanting to read as much yeah that's probably what it comes down to and I don't feel like as motivated to read I would at the moment tv is filling that void for me which is not great but I think life's just a bit crazy yeah and I know it takes a lot more for me, it takes a lot more mental energy to read than to do other things sometimes. Yeah. Um, well, than to watch TV, which is pretty mindless. <laughs> pretty easy to do. Pretty easy to do. Um, so, yeah, I've just been in like a bit of a – it's been an effort to read lately, which I don't love. Yeah, no, it's not fun, is no, it? No, like, it's not fun. And there are so many books that I want to read. Yeah. Yeah. I literally – I mean, I said this to you before, mm. but I am literally in the, middle, in the middle of a physical like five – books <laughs> and like well into like yeah. I'm not talking just like the first couple of pages like yeah. I'm into them <laughs> and I just cannot move past like I'll read a chapter and I'll be like okay cool that's yeah. enough I can't get my brain into gear yeah. and I think it is like maybe it's just that time of year things are heating up yeah <laughs> in terms Literally. of summer <laughs> no. um but you know there's end of year stuff coming up this yeah. Christmas there's things on even in yeah. this year where it's been less so mm. well for me it has yeah um and I just feel like I've I've, I've also started working which that's true. has inhibited me a little bit mm. but look that's fun too so um, but I, I, and I just feel like my brain is so tired. So yeah. I feel like that might have something to do with it, but I'm sad about it. I, I don't want to be like that. What, if, what I'm finding myself wanting to reach for when I want to read is like a, a comfort read. Yeah. Okay. So for me, a comfort read is like always a reread. Okay. Um, and something that I know that I love, for instance, and I've like <laughs> something really light, really, easy and fast paced and fun so I will often reach for like the selection series oh yeah it's like a comfort read for me yeah because I know I'm gonna like it it's light doesn't take that much mental energy yeah but I still feel like I'm reading <laughs> totally well you are uh, well, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um think yeah so stuff like that mm. things like um at home in the world by Tish Oxenrider oh, yes. is definitely a comfort read for me because yeah. it just feels so cozy and I don't know. Again, it's that I don't have to do the brain power of learning new characters mm. and learning out a new world. It's just I know what I'm getting in for. It's like rewatching a favorite movie. Yeah, true. Um, 
And so I'm finding I want to do a lot of those. I also feel like short chapters help. Yeah. With that sort of thing. Because if you just like, you're not in the brain space, you can just be like, okay, I'm just going to read one short chapter. And then you just still, it's like that discipline, I suppose. Yeah. And you're just still in the habit of reading because it would be easy just to be like, oh, okay, I'm just not going to read anymore, yeah. like at the moment. And you just, it's so easy to get out of the habit of it. Mm. Um. And, yeah, when things have those short chapters, you can just go, okay, I'll just do this, even if it's one chapter before bed. Yeah. And and that, and you're just still in that habit of, that's what has helped me. Yeah. It's just short spurts at night time. Yeah. <laughs> I know of people who also set, like, a timer in the oh, morning yeah. as part of their morning routine of, like, a 20-minute timer, and that's yeah. their reading timer. And they say, like, it doesn't sound like much, but you can just get so much done. Yeah. You can actually read so much in that time in a if you're doing it consistently yeah. and it is that that discipline hey yeah totally but yeah i think it's that brain tired thing yeah just feeling a lot of it <laughs> feeling the slump well don't but, feel sad no i'm not sad i'm not sad at all i'm sad that i can't read more that i'm not feeling motivated that's yeah. what i'm a bit sad about that. have you surpassed your goodreads goal I am one book away. Okay, that might <laughs> so, not be helpful too because I've like gone past and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. done now. Yeah. <laughs> Wash my hands of it. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I'm one book away and I am very keen to like, yeah. And yeah. this is from people who love reading. So yeah. I can only imagine, you know, people who don't love reading or have had a bad reading experience, this is probably how they feel all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, That's awful. Yeah. <laughs> like Jono, my husband, oh, <laughs> not a reader. Yeah. And I just feel so sad sometimes. <laughs> but he doesn't know what he's missing out on. <laughs> so true. The knowledge. Yeah. What would be some of your comfort reads, Sal? Yeah, well, look, for me, when I want comfort read, I go, like, books that I read as a kid. Yeah, right. So Little House on the Prairie oh. is so good. Um, oh, There was another series that I was trying Famous to Five. Of. Famous Five is good. Also, um... Narnia. Oh yeah, yeah. Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Actually, I just downloaded that on Audible today, so clearly I'm I'm craving <laughs> a comfort read. The kids also watch the movie, so oh, nice. I'm like, oh, I can't remember this. I'm going to have to read the book. So yeah. it's been so long. Yeah. Um. Um. Yeah, I really gravitate towards books, and I, I was actually just thinking, oh, I want to read that book that I used. To, I've read literally like twenty times. Can I guess it? Yeah. Uh, the Wolves of Willoughby Chase. Oh no, but that oh. would be a good one. <laughs> Great. Can I have to get that's on my shelf? I, I can read that. Um, no, it is. <laughs> no, I've totally, totally blanked on the title. We can come back to it if you like. Yeah. <laughs> what what genre is it? Oh no, like it's kids. It's kids. Oh no no, hang on, I got it. The family nobody wanted. Oh, by Helen Doss. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that book so much. Mm-hmm. It is. What episode so did nice. we talk about that in? I think, oh, it would be really early on. But I'd have to check it. it. It's not kids. It's like, see, it was um, a Hidden Treasures, wasn't it? Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Books that surprised us. Oh, so good. <laughs> Gosh, I love it. It's a really good one. <laughs> well, on that note, now that we've depressed everyone listening and made you not want to read. <laughs> Look, I just want to say, Merce, don't despair. No. You either. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And anyone else in the same boat. Yep. Just keep on it's plugging all on. seasons. That's right. So on that note, we're going to talk about what's bringing us joy. Okay, great. <laughs> um, this week, Sam, I have something to listen to. Oh, my goodness. Something to do. 
and something to eat. Oh, <laughs> sounds amazing. I only have two things, so That's you fine. go first. Okay. Um, so my first thing is something to listen to, yeah. and I've honestly been listening to it all day, every day for like a week. Yeah. And it is a new Christmas album. Oh yeah, it is that, <laughs> that someone uh, told me about, and it is "The Birth of a King" by Tommy Prophet. Oh, I've never heard of this person before in my life. <laughs> um, I don't know who he is or where he comes from. Um, and a lot of the songs are not just him; it's with like female voices and multiple voices. But this album is epic. It's the only word I can describe. Like it's Christmas carols like you've never heard them before. Oh. And they're in really orchestral uh, but also really like epic with like some synth and drums and they're just everything I want. There's multiple key changes. Oh, like <laughs> I can I can definitely see you in the car belting out a tune or two. <laughs> oh the first Noel has never been so great. <laughs> Um, so that's my first one. It is so good. It's on Spotify. If you want a new uh, album, Christmas album to put into the rotation this year, which yeah. I do every year, yeah, I put totally. a new album in. Yeah. Um, that's definitely mine this year and I'm loving it. Say the title again. The Birth of a King okay. by Tommy Prophet. Okay. I'll remember that name. Spotify. <laughs> yeah. And it's spelt weird too. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. I'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> Um, all right, I have another. I have one that is a bit of a blast from the past for me. Yep. So my daughter is taking Irish dancing lessons. Yes. And a little known fact about me is that I also did Irish dancing when I was younger, as did you. Yes, I and did. two other siblings. Yep. Um, and she had her first dancing competition on the weekend, and it was just so nice to go back and just see. It was such a blast from the past. So yeah. I went with mum. So we got to go and, like, we saw people that we haven't seen in, like, 20 years. Like, oh, I'm wow. literally, like, it was really, I'm showing my age now, but, um, like, people, like, teachers, old teachers. Wow. and Did they recognise you? Even other students. Oh, no, I don't think. <laughs> Thanks for that. No, sorry. <laughs> no, but it was just interesting to see Yes, yeah. See people and see that they're still doing the same <laughs> dances and same music. Same music. It was just such like a mm. we waxed nostalgic <laughs> <laughs> all afternoon. And Poppy did really well and yes. she had a great time. So that was a really that was a really good time for me. That's so was, nice. It was really nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, my something to do is I love how you've organized. Sorry. It's how I remember them. Because <laughs> as we know, I'm not great at remembering what my favorite things are. <laughs> Um, so on Friday night, Brad and I had a date night, which we haven't had in quite a long time. Um, so we went out to Victoria Park Golf Club and went to Putt Putt. Oh, fun. But they, the day we went was the first day of their Christmas setup. Oh, (laughs) Oh, how it was so How timely. Um, so if anyone is local in Brisbane and wants to go, it's running from now. I'm going to be there every night. Every night. (laughs) Putt Puttin' away. No, until the end of December. Oh, and it's just fun. like, it's a really good golf course, a putt course anyway. Yeah. But they've added all these, um, yeah, like Christmas themes and there's music playing. Like, oh, that's oh, All the kind of pop music, Christmas music. <laughs> uh, a bit of Mariah Carey, you know. It was just really fun. And we had such a fun time. And Brad beat me by like three points. Oh, that's annoying. <laughs> next time, Brad. Yeah, next time. Tomorrow I'm night. coming for you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, my second one is actually something to eat too. Oh. So I was all over it. 
Um, and it's very simple and very small, but it brings me a lot of joy. Yeah. And it is the Aldi chocolate licorice logs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like we've been very chocolate licorice heavy. <laughs> Have we? Oh. We talked about Daryline. Oh, we did too. Sorry, guys. I clearly no. love um, licorice and I love chocolate. Yeah. So basically, that's me in a nutshell. <laughs> I think their brand is the Dominion ones and they come in a pack of like, I don't know, there's not too many. Not so enough. One sitting. You can easily, you can easily <laughs> knock them over in one sitting. Um, and they come in dark and milk, which is, you know, so for the healthy, <laughs> the healthy ones. Yeah. Ones. If you really want to feel good about it, get some dark chocolate. Both are really good, I can recommend. But um, they're like $2 something mm. for a big packet. And you're just like, the problem with Aldi? Yeah. So good. So recommend, if you don't yeah. normally shop at Aldi, have yeah. a little go. Yeah. <laughs> and pick, don't forget to pick up the chocolate licorice dogs. Yum. They sound delicious. <laughs> oh, I can really go with them right now. What's your something to eat? Well, my something to eat is uh, a bit further afield, but... Uh, I went to the beach. More classy than Aldi. <laughs> oh, well, I don't, I don't want to put limits on it. <laughs> uh, I went to the beach uh, this past fortnight and down. I went down to Burley. Oh, love Burley. I love Burley. Uh, and there is, very close to Burley conveniently, a cafe called Bam Bam Bakehouse, <laughs> which is really fun to say. Nice. Um, they're kind of tucked away, but they're quite well-known on the social media scene because their pastries are phenomenal. And so I bought, just by coincidence, I've been at the beach a little bit lately in the past couple of months, <laughs> so I've been a couple of times, um, but they have like a, you can sit and eat mm. like normal, but they have a pastry cabinet where you can take away from. And they have like cinnamon scrolls and oh. Snickers croissants and can I just recommend the Nutella bomb? Yeah. And it's as good you as can. it sounds. <laughs> um, it is Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. And I just want to go there again. The setting there is also lovely. Yeah, like it you're is. in under the trees and, and it's there's like... a park and yeah, it's beautiful. Mm, so oh, good. Lovely. Same people, same people, <laughs> same people own one just down the road called Paddock Bakery. Also. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. Paddock. Oh, yeah. So you were at a different one. Yes. But they're owned by the same people and have, I think, a well, few of the same doing well. Yes, they really are. <laughs> um, I can recommend highly... Paddock Bakery yes. also yeah. like at Burley. Both of them. Let's just go live there. Yeah. Like, done. Um, so, yeah, that's oh, that's great. what our What's Love Bringing it. Us Joy moments are. Great. We hope you have some What's Bringing You Joy moments this week. Uh, if you feel so inclined, DM us and we would love to celebrate with you. Yes. <laughs> and if you are also in a reading slump, let us know. We'll <laughs> yeah. commiserate together. <laughs> and tell us what comfort books you read when you don't want to read. Yes. So, all right, we just have a little bit of housekeeping oh, in terms of yes. <laughs> um, we're going to have a little break over summer. So this coming episode, yep, um, we're going to have one more episode before the Christmas break. So that episode will air on the 26th of November. Yep. And then we will have a break until we'll be coming back to ears on the 21st of January. Yep. So make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss out on any episodes. Yep. Um, and we'd love it if you could rate and review us yeah. while you're there. But yep. otherwise, we will see you next fortnight and have a great time reading. Yes. Happy reading, everyone. <laughs> see you later. Bye.